Welcome to Today on Broadway for Monday, June 29th, 2020. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. I'm here on my own today as Ashley is moving to a new apartment. Congratulations to her. She will be off tomorrow as well, but... James will be joining me for Tuesday's episode. I'm flying solo for the Monday show, however, because after we get through a handful of news and recommendations, I have an interview that I did late last week with Broadway alum turned activist Arnesia Walker. Her Broadway career began in the Tony-winning Best Musical Two Gentlemen of Verona. It includes productions like Raisin, The Wiz as the original Dorothy Standby, and Dream Girls, uh, where she actually holds the honor of being the first person to play all three members of the Dreams, including runs on Broadway, on tour, and in Los Angeles. She is now a regular fixture in DC's theater scene. She was last uh, off Broadway uh, a few years ago in Head of Pass. She is also now the co-founder of a new organization called Just One Step for Democracy, which will officially launch on Saturday, July 4th. And it will strive to educate people on different issues surrounding upcoming elections, both national, state, and local, and to motivate them to vote through song, dance, scenes, sketches, art, and much, much more. So stay tuned for that at the end of the episode. I will remind you that if you want to hear all of our episodes, interview or not, before they land in our regular feed, head over to patreon.com slash broadway radio. That is true for all Broadway radio episodes generally, except for this week on Broadway, which we get out as soon as they are done recording. But if you want to make sure that you get everything as soon as humanly possible, head over to patreon.com slash Broadway radio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon. Now in mentioning this week on Broadway, James, Peter and Michael had a new episode in which they talked Broadway's most beautiful ballads. I have not listened to it yet. I usually listen on Monday morning. But I'm telling you, if Unworthy of Your Love is not in there, I will be very mad because I think that is the prettiest melody that Sondheim ever wrote. And it's probably appropriate that he did for a song about two murderers and attempted murderers. So that's very Sondheim. But anyway, let's get into the news before we get into my interview with Arnesia. Uh, we do have some things that I want to make you aware of. I have some other news that I'm going to save for tomorrow because I didn't want this episode to go on super long, but James and I will talk about that stuff on Tuesday. But first up, on Friday, the Roundabout Theatre Company announced additional changes to their 2020-2021 season since... Obviously, that 2020 part isn't going to happen. The biggest news is that sometime in the winter of the 2021-2022 season, Alice Childress's 1955 play Trouble in Mind will make its long-awaited Broadway debut. The show will be directed by Charles Randolph Wright, who is the playwright of Blue, which is set to play the Apollo at some point. But he also had an acclaimed run of that show off-Broadway with Roundabout back in 2001, so his relationship with the company is quite long. The play, Trouble in Mind, is a scathing indictment on racism in the theater and follows an experienced black stage actress through rehearsals of a major Broadway production. Childress was a founding member of the American Negro Theater and the first African-American woman to be produced professionally in New York with Gold Through the Trees in 1952. A Broadway run of Trouble in Mind had been previously announced for 1957, but never quite materialized. This marks the first announcement of a Broadway production of, of a show by a black writer or director following the recent attention on racism in the theater, and I could not think of a better show to actually uh, bring that point home. So congratulations to Roundabout for uh, veering off of their traditionally very, very white programming to bring this one to the stage in the next year or so. Additionally, RTC has officially moved Caroline or Change to the spring of 2021 and Birthday Candles featuring Deborah Messing to the fall of 2021. However, 1776 will continue to stick on the schedule for its previously announced spring 2021 spot. 
Now, moving from Broadway to Off-Broadway, on Friday, the New York Theatre Workshop announced a slightly different approach to resuming productions. First, they said that the two shows from this previous season uh, that didn't quite get their full runs, one of them had just started performances, one hadn't even started rehearsals, um, but they did say that both of them will return as soon as possible. Martina Mayoke's Sanctuary City had just started performances, and Claire Barron's adaptation of Three Sisters hadn't even gotten into rehearsals yet, but uh, New York Theatre Workshop did say, quote, they will return as soon as it is feasible and safe to do so. They are also pausing their Next Door series until public health guidelines permit a full return. However, the interesting thing about what New York Theatre Workshop is doing is that they said, quote, while the timeline for resuming in-person performances in New York City remains uncertain, NYTW has recommitted to its extraordinary community of artists to create and develop new work and to share that work with audiences in both existing formats and in ways yet imagined. Ooh, what could that mean? Um, the artists that they say will be involved include Ayad Akhtar, Claire Barron, Liliana Blaine Cruz, Sean Carvajal, Rebecca Frecknow, uh, Sam Gold, Alicia Harris, Jeremy O'Harris, Martina Mayoke, Dennis O'Hare, Dial Orlander Smith, Martha Redbone, Tina Sater, Celine Song, Doug Wright, and more. The artist will be given a $2,500 grant and additional funds designated to bring their projects to life. As you all know, I have been gobbling up as much virtual content as possible during these lockdowns, and we'll actually talk a little bit more about that on tomorrow's episode with James. So if a company that is already as forward-thinking as New York Theatre Workshop is going to invest in this type of work, I am all here for it. And finally, in this section, today, Monday, June 29th, will mark the beginning of rehearsals for an unusual production of Hamlet for the Theatre Royal Windsor over in the UK. While rehearsals have been permitted to resume in the UK, they don't actually have a date in which production performances can begin. So they're just going to get into rehearsals uh, and see what happens. But none of that is stopping the great Sir Ian McKellen from playing the Prince of Denmark in this production Rehearsals come 50 years after McKellen first played the role. The show will be produced by Bill Kenwright and will be the first production of Sean Mathias's inaugural season at Theatre Royal Windsor. Also included in the season will be an adaptation of Chekhov's The Cherry Orchard, in which McKellen will play first the elderly manservant. I gotta say, I, I admire their optimism. Um, good for them over in the UK to be able to start rehearsals. I certainly hope they get a chance to get this show up on its feet soon in front of an audience. Um, but man, getting to see Ian McKellen do Hamlet 50 years after the first time he did it, that's, uh, that's pretty cool, and I hope it happens fairly soon. All right, let's get into some recommendations. A couple of them are Pride-themed, and two of them are kind of Hamill-themed. So the first one is the fact that previous members of different productions of Kinky Boots from seven different countries across four continents reunited with some original Broadway stars Billy Porter, Stark Sands, Annalee Ashford, Lena Hall to do a virtual performance of Raise You Up in honor of Pride. Some other folks joining in on the fun are Harvey Firestein, Cindy Lauper, Jerry Mitchell, Wayne Brady, Jake Shears, David Cook, and Kirsten Maldonado. Very cool. That song is so great and so appropriately timed for this past weekend. The next is very similar, as we had a bunch of former Hedwigs and Yitzhaks get together to perform Wig in a Box for Can't Cancel Pride's online event. John Cameron Mitchell brought together 
uh, Neil Patrick Harris, Darren Chris, Stephen Trask, Andrew Reynolds, Jinx Monsoon, Rebecca Naomi Jones, Lena Hall, who is doing both of these, and Mason Alexander Park for this video. It's very, very cool to see all these folks uh, doing this song. And uh, they all have various versions of, of costumes in it, which is also uh, pretty cool as well. So those are the two Pride-themed ones. Of course, happy Pride, everybody. Uh, I, whether you were out marching or celebrating at home, I hope that you had a wonderful Pride and we can carry that um, energy and rebellion uh, into the future to push for equality for everybody, including our LGBTQIA plus friends for the rest of this year, especially um, and into the future. The last two recommendations that I have are coming from kind of our Hamill section of the day. The first one is a short clip that Disney Plus released from The Room Where It Happens. Of course, Hamilton will be released on Disney Plus on July 3rd. They also have a new trailer, which you can find if you need it, but the uh, clip for Room Where It Happens is cooler. This other recommendation that I have is part Hamilton, part other stuff. But part of the Global Citizen concert that happened over the weekend, I told you that some uh, original cast members of Hamilton would be reuniting, and they did. They reunited with Jimmy Fallon in the roots for like a school instrument performance of Helpless, led by, uh, of course, Philippa Sue. You have both of the original Skyler sisters, David Diggs is in there, Anthony Ramos, um, Lynn, and a bunch of uh, other original cast members. So that's very cool. It's a awesome way to hear that song and it also reminds you just how good philippa sue is since she left that show she's done a couple broadway shows that haven't had the best response in amelie and the parisian woman she's super talented and and uh, i would love to hear her do something else on broadway as soon as broadway reopens uh, but some other things um, from that concert um, i'll have a link to include stuff from jennifer hudson billy porter uh, justin bieber miley cyrus all those other folks who were involved as well so check those things out all right, that is everything I have in the recommendations. So now without further ado, I'm going to bring you an interview with Just One Step for Democracy's co-founder, Arnesia Walker. I want to talk about, obviously, the Just One Step for Democracy campaign, which is getting ready to start and uh, have its official launch on July 4th, appropriately enough. Um, yeah. So I've got a bunch of questions about this because I think it's, so perfectly timed with what is happening in our country as a whole, but then specifically right now over the past month. But I'm, I'm interested where the idea for this first started. Well, it started about, um, hmm, I guess it was three and a half, four weeks ago when uh, President, remember when President Obama did the um, let's all graduate together? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <clears throat> and he did the commencement speech. And at, some point, you know, he said, he said, you know, we don't, you don't have to accept the world as it is. You can change it. And then he kind of threw down the gauntlet, you know, uh, challenging us to ask ourselves, look inside ourselves and see what we can do to f help facilitate a change. And that just kind of really, you know, stuck in my gut. Um, and when I woke up the next morning, it was still there. You know, it was just like nagging at me. So I picked up the phone mm. and I called my friend Stephen Nakami, who is a director uh, in New York. He mm -hmm. directs a lot of theater. And are you, are you familiar with Stephen? I am, yeah. Yeah. 
uh, Stephen and I had been toying with the idea of uh, doing a project together um, ever since um, Trump got elected. <laughs> and uh, every once in a while, we would check in with each other, and it'd be like, no, not yet. And so this time when I called him, I said, Stephen, I think I know what I want to do. I think we should use our talent to um, educate people, to inform people about policies and, and why their voices are so important and how it's going to take all of us. And um, we also have to um, keep the focus because as we go along, every day there's another distraction and we can't be distracted on November the 3rd, you know, and there's, you know, there's lots of stuff hurling, you know, at us. And not only, um, not only are people feeling apathetic or had felt apathetic um, for the past three years, you know, lots of people feel that their voices aren't heard, um, that it doesn't matter what difference does it make. And, you know, that can't be, that can't be because I believe in my heart, we cannot, America, our democracy as we know it would probably not be in existence in another four years of the path that we're going down. So really where it came from, the idea came from um, the challenge that President Obama threw down, you know. And I mean, it's been wonderful hearing his voice these past few months, because I think we've been really starved to, um, you know, hear what a real true leader sounds like. (laughs) Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. So this you're kind of um, tapping into your talents and your experience and those that I'm sure that you are friends with. And the Just One Step for Democracy campaign is going to employ theater and music and dance and spoken word and all types of art, art yes. to, to bring all kinds of art. Yeah. So what is the, what is the program and the platform uh, going to look like when it officially launches on independence day? Well, on independence day, we are going to, we have a social media network consists of Facebook and Twitter and um, uh, TikTok. And I think I'm leaving one out. Not Snapchat. Instagram. Yeah. Instagram. Yeah, that's it. So we will, um, we will, we have uh, well-produced, highly produced snippets of it might be a little music video or it might be a sketch or um, it might be a poem that's uh, presented in a very, you know, um, aesthetically pleasing way and it will all point to our website or and uh youtube where they can find a more robust presentation of that snippet along with that um with that there will be links and uh resources that will be informative to people um uh, just keep them apprised of anything that's going on that has to do with voting, um, how it's going to, you know, and, and anything that's really relevant. I mean, 
since we came up with this idea, this whole, you know, Black Lives Matter really um, exploded, yeah. you know, with the people taking to the streets and 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 so there's really a climate in our country now for change and for change for everyone to have a better life and and for us to have a more equitable society for everyone. And that really kind of plays into us because we, our, our mission is to amplify all of the voices of America. I believe that our diversity is one, a part of the beauty of our country, you know, that we're, we're so diverse, but we're divided. And that division, we have to bridge those gaps. I will, I so look forward to the day when we don't have to be African American or Asian American or this kind of, we can just be Americans and we can celebrate, you know, our differences and, and still, you know, have that common ground of being Americans. I mean, this country is a great country. You know, uh, I think it's on the wrong path and it's been, it's on a very scary path. Yeah. You know, um, now I will tell you, we're not, we are encouraging people to vote blue across the board, <laughs> but we are not, um, we're not saying, you know, vote for this person or don't vote for that person because I believe what we have done, you know, in, in uh, putting all of our um, faith and people in a, you know, that we've lost that the power is in us. This government, this society is for the people by the people, of the people. That has been lost. The elected officials, they work for us. And anybody yeah. that works on a job and they're not doing a good, good job, what happens to them? <laughs> They've got to answer right? to somebody. Right, exactly. So we need to turn things around. I mean, and after this administration is gone, that's not time to sit back on our laurels and say, okay, job well done. No, that's when the work begins, because for me, one thing that um, I have seen quite clearly in the past three years is the many things that need to be revamped and re, you know, worked in our government. Um, we're still living, you know, at, by tenants and policies and stuff that was put to, you know, in place hundreds of years ago and uh now we need to bring it forward yeah well i mean that kind of plays in with the name of your campaign i mean obviously you're encouraging people to vote and specifically to vote blue but the name of the campaign is just one step for democracy and it's not like you're not saying the step for democracy this is the beginning of a of a journey and a process to making you know our you know shared society equitable for everybody so voting is just the first step to trying to get things back in line with how they should be. At least that's the way I interpret it. Absolutely. Yeah, that's absolutely it. You hit the nail on the head. So this is one step we can all take. Both. Because yeah. if we don't vote, 
<laughs> I don't know if we're going to have a democracy. Yeah. Well, you've assembled a group of contributors and collaborators that are going to be a part of uh, of the launch. And I know you're also encouraging artists to reach out to try to be involved with this going forward, because this is not just something that is going to take place on July 4th. You are going to be you know, using this campaign to bring awareness through the actual election on November 3rd. So first, um, do you want to talk about some of the artists that you've already got involved and then maybe we can talk about the art the type of artists that you're looking for moving forward well i mean first of all now artists are coming to us with you know and that's wonderful um everybody is uh united in this goal um and let's see we have i mentioned steven nakami who um is the co-founder with me uh there's also vicky mccarty of Covington International. She is a uh, uh, talent manager and executive produced uh, a couple of films through her company. Um, we have uh, Ariel Estrada, who is a, um, he's, he's an actor, but he's really, uh, really involved in activism. Um, he's an Asian American, so he's very um, active on uh, platforms that you know support um, equality for Asian Americans. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, Rona Siddiqui, who is a wonderful musician. Uh, uh, Yvette Kasson, Bobby Day, um, Sylvia. What is Sylvia's last name? Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> um, they wrote. They wrote. Uh, a song called this voice that I think is really going to be, um, you know, really stand out. Uh, it's a beautiful song and a, we made a beautiful video out of it. Um, Adrian Bailey, uh, we gave him, uh, I don't know if you know, Adrian did a lot of, um, Broadway. He did uh Smokey Joe's cafe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think it was maybe about eight, seven or eight, Eight years ago, he was doing a Disney show, and he had to enter from like forty feet up in the air, and off of off, off of a platform, and he went to step on the platform, and it wasn't there, and he like fell. Oh no! So, yeah, I don't know that yeah. story. Yeah, so, but well, I know it was in the papers and stuff. But he, um, of course, you know that did a lot. He was a wonderful dancer, and that did a lot of. Uh, to his body, but um, he he's, he was very active on Facebook. So I was like, hmm, you know, this voice, I, I love this voice, you know, and he was just, he, he knew what was current and he always had a take on it. So um, I came up with this idea for him called Uncle Adrian's Corner, where um, <laughs> The, uh, you know, uh, people send in videos and ask him questions. And then, you know, he's like a curmudgeon and he answers them and encourages them to vote. So it's like a little, um, it's like a little mini television series, you know, kind of like think Sanford and Son kind of thing. So because, you know, one thing I did notice. I mean, I always knew it, but I really noticed it. Um, 
when we had to do the quarantine, how I think that's kind of what saved a lot of people that they were able to be entertained, you know, by the television and all the streaming um, uh, sources and and shows and stuff. So I was like, okay, we got to, I mean, people can't tell you what policy is, you know, needs to be uh, in effect to make their life better, but they can tell you, you know, every episode of Ozark or something, you know, (laughs) so I was like, yeah, that's how we got to reach. You have to meet people where they are. So yeah. every in every way that um, we impart the information, it's engaging, it's entertaining. But then, you know, they get a message and we um, we present it in such a way that it's like, OK, this is how things are supposed to be. This is our reality now. And does it even look like it? It matches, and if it doesn't, if you want to change it, you know what you can do: vote. You have to vote. Now, one of our biggest challenges are going to, you know, the voter registration thing is really being tampered with the the ability for people to vote. Yeah, you know, even um, you know, trying to destroy the post office. So that, you know, people can't even mail in. So it's like all of those things we have to, um, we have to, you know, amplify all of these issues so that people stay focused and aren't fooled and aren't distracted by the shiny keys <laughs> that appear every, every, I, I say every day. Yeah. Sometimes two or three times a day, you know? Yeah. So yeah, when you have these videos launched on uh, on July fourth, and as I said a minute ago, you're encouraging other artists if they want to be involved, and it sounds like they already are, um, to reach out, yeah. and you can figure out a way uh, to do that. I assume that all of these videos will have some sort of message in what they are trying to encourage people to do and how they can do it, and then that can yeah. kind of be a platform for people to not only be in, be entertained, like you said, but then also do something proactive about it as well, whether that's registering to vote or learning about issues or, or things like that. Every different video, I assume, will have some sort of uh, call to oh, yeah. action, so to speak. Yeah, at, at every call to action. The call to action is the thing, vote. And um, every um, every uh, snippet, I, I call them snippets, they're similar to commercials, will point to the website or point to the YouTube where they can get information on. Yeah. Because um, there are, you know, battleground states have different issues. Uh, There are different due dates for um, if you're going to do mail-in, certain states have different due dates. And it's not just uh, voting for the president. People, uh, we have to, we have to vote on the local level, you know? And so we have to show, educate people why the local level is, is important. I mean, the police situation, that's not a um, federal level. That's a local, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, and, and we don't know that some, some people only think, think it's only important to vote for president. 
But no, you, it's important to start where you live. Yeah. So we have to we have to do that. We a lot of people don't know um, what the pillars of the government, you know, what their oaths are. The people that take the oaths, what are the oaths? What how do they work? What are they supposed to? What are these uh, pillars supposed to do? You know, um, there's no. Um, yeah, I mean, they're all supposed to like keep watch on each other. You know, but. Yeah. That's checks and balances. No. Yeah, checks and balancing. Right. Thank you. Checks so, and balances. Mm-hmm. So you've had you're kind of becoming an activist uh, in, in this one, but you've had a a long career on both stage and screen. I assume that you will be doing some videos as well. Um, I'm doing more like the producing and the you know putting okay. out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I haven't gotten to the performing in it yet because my duties are keeping me so busy i've just finished telling steven today he's like oh you know uh rona lost one of her singers i was like well you know we got some singers you tell her to cross collaborate we got some singers in the core group and if last resort you got me (laughs) not that i wanted to put something else on my plate but you know yeah well hopefully as it (laughs) yeah hopefully as it keeps going and the organizational side of this settles down uh we can get one or two from you as well we've got we've got a few months uh to to hopefully build up to that yes absolutely (laughs) and you know as the months go by we're going to keep pumping this stuff out quick quick we're you know i I think in july starting with the fourth of july we're going to try and do two different things a week and then, you know, pick it up in April, I mean, in August, and then by September and October, it's just going to be, you know, we're just going to be pumping it out. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's that's yeah. what we need, the constant reminders, because it's so easy for people to think that voting doesn't matter, to think that their voice doesn't matter, to think that they don't have any power in making change in their society. And the constant reminders in all the different forms that we can get them will be invaluable coming up to this election. So I'm very excited to follow along, and uh, I will, of course, make sure that everybody has all of the uh, the links and the social media handles and stuff so that they can follow along and be a part of this process as well. But uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing what you all come up with, and, and thank you so much for doing this. Uh, I think it'll be a valuable tool uh, over the next few months leading up to Election Day. Oh, Matt, thank you so much. Thank you for your support. All right, thanks for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. I will have a link for Just One Step for Democracy in the show notes, and you can get all of their social media information there uh, and follow along with their very cool project. I hope you have a wonderful Monday. James and I will be back to talk to you tomorrow. Don't forget to head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon. Have a great day, everybody, and we'll talk to you on Tuesday. <laughs>